0: Hi, so sorry if this audio sounds bad. It, it won't in a few seconds. I'm just recording this little piece in my car. Uh, I trimmed about the first 30 minutes off of this episode because I was talking about the whole thing that happened at the Oscars. Um, and then I realized that no one really gives a shit about that anymore, so I decided to trim it um, and just kind of have some afterthought on uh, some of the stuff that people had said Um And then, like, some side note stuff. So uh, if if there's any parts of the recording that follow this that are kind of, um, you know, not entire thoughts, it's probably because I was referencing something that I had said previously in the recording that I had cut off. So, uh, yeah, enjoy. Um, The male protector narrative. I mean, I don't think that it should really be a narrative. I understand the idea of the male protector narrative and the problems that can come with that sort of mentality and idea, but, um, I mean, not to sound like a douche, but my wife is way smaller than me. Um, there's no question that in any sort of situation, I would be the protector, um, And I, I mean, I don't even think about that. Um, I just, I mean, I don't know. Is it weird that it sounds like an old fashioned thing to say where it's like, I think that the guy kind of has a responsibility to make sure that, you know, their partner, spouse, children, home is protected. Um, just, just how I look at it. I I don't really, I don't know. Some people have a problem with that. That's a thing. Hmm. Uh, let me just dive into his comments. I mean, if you say like love makes you do crazy things, but that's why you like hit your children when they don't do the dishes, um, that's obviously out of hand. Like that's not that's 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 not the uh, the right way to go about that or that you like hit your spouse because you, you know, I don't know what would be the reason to do that. I'm having trouble thinking of one. Uh, there isn't one. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. Someone said, do not condone violence in any form. Um, again, when you say in any form, um that's like saying, you know, never say never. Um never say always uh to just completely write it off and disregard it. Um you know. Again, someone breaks near your house. You're at a stoplight and someone comes up to your car and tries to bash your window in. I don't know, some crazy situation where you would need to be violent in order to get yourself out of a situation. It's just I get it. Like people try to be civil and ethical and and moral and have like principles and stuff. And I get that, but I feel like one of the principles that people should have is, I I understand in certain situations, uh, certain unique, uh, rare, uh, infrequent, probably will never happen situations, um, I I would be needing to call upon myself to act uh, in a different way than I typically would. Um, I don't know, I think that we have a wide spanning problem of trying to determine like what our individual principles are Um, because we just try to kind of echo uh, the behavior and the the mentality that the people around us have um, because we think that that's the right thing to do, Um, you know. I just don't see it. Um, when, you know, we would go out in school on those rare occasions or even now when we go to the bar with friends and stuff, um, I, I'm one of either two or very few men that are in the group um, and, you know, I, I don't walk around with the mindset of like a, a bodyguard, but you know, I I do understand that, you know, if there was any sort of situation like that, it's it's kind of my responsibility to make sure that like the women of the group are safe. Um, I, I don't I don't really get, you know, I don't understand why some people think that way, um, where they're just like, I don't know, I don't know, like this just generic pacifism pacifism with words and behavior and action um i don't really understand it. i don't know uh thank you i've been searching for my words since last night a little dramatic um violence can never prove true love for someone it's toxic masculinity yeah i agree with that uh well i don't agree with the last part um violence can't prove true love. Be like, oh, I beat the crap out of this person because they were being rude to you. You know, I I, I love you. Um, that That's no way to prove how you feel about someone. That's just kind of a, a reaction to a, a range of stimulus. Um, <laughs> no excuse for anyone's behavior at the Oscars, but I think the incident being referenced is a reflection of the constant crisis mode our culture is in right now. We're all in an elevated state of anxiety and exhibiting hair-trigger reactions. We take slights too personally. We take jokes too far. We're meaner and rougher around the edges. We're tired. We need grace. Yeah, no one has any fucking grace anymore. <laughs> um, please be... Ex- mm-hmm. Let's see. let Oh, right, here you go. As a psychologist, judging this man based on this one act seems premature. He's been in the industry for 25 plus years, and I'm from Philly. My parents went to Overbrook High School when he attended. Never have I heard of him being described as a toxic masculine person. In fact, much to the opposite, spreading love, compassion, flight, self-worth, etc. Everyone's commenting on how egregious it was for him to step over the line, especially live on camera forty minutes before his award was presented. Uh, we don't know everything that led up to the point, the pressure he was under, conversations, verbal or nonverbal with his wife, and let's not pick apart their open marriage because regardless of that dynamic, they're partners in life and committed to each other on a level we don't need to understand to respect. We don't know the dynamic between him and Chris Rock. Everyone has a breaking point, especially if you suffer from a mental disorder, which I don't think Will Smith does. People are saying that he had like a wide array of mental disorders. i like, can we just not, guys... Can we not? Um, why isn't anyone talking about how out of character this is for him and that maybe this was a mental break, a bipolar episode, etc.? It wasn't. Um, why isn't anyone talking blah, 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 blah? There's things we don't do. We just don't know based on the video. I do agree with him needing to course correct Chris Rock for his off-color joke, but not in the way he did. But demonizing Will Smith doesn't get to the root cause of why a typically peaceful man snapped on live TV. I think that's why. Um, I... I th- Think and this kind of goes with what I said earlier not even earlier just a minute ago Um, I think that people always trying to be because I mean scroll through Will Smith's like social media he's always happy fun lucky go hooray guy Um, and I have this long-running theory that I've expressed in you know, my, my discussions and stuff in my, uh, psych classes. And I think that people are just way too goddamn happy all the time. And in being that way, uh, that's why we get so surprised that people snap, um, and do things like this because they're not expressing how they feel. Um, and the second someone gets emotional or upset about a situation, they need to, Uh, they think that they need to dive into a a therapist's chair before they kind of just sit with their emotions and journal and think about things and try to analyze how they feel about something. Um, And if they can't understand how they feel about something or why they feel a certain way about something, that's when you go and talk to someone. You don't talk to someone just because something happens. Um, Obviously, you know, just for the, the general average person who has things going on, Um, not saying to, you know, folks that have an actual psychological issue. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, no one is like, it's this thing where you'll see a lot of the older, not older, but philosophers from back in the day. Um, I can't remember who it was. But they said something basically along the lines of like the more aware that you are of yourself and the world around you and the way that people are, the more miserable you're going to be. So when I see like happy people, like people that are happy all the time, um, I don't see someone that's happy. I just see someone that's ready to just snap um, the wrong thing being said. Um, which is exactly what I think happened. Happy guy all the time, bottles all his shit up. His relationship is kind of weird. Um, and someone just pushed the wrong button unknowingly. And then everyone's like, oh my God, this guy's so nice and happy and fun loving all the time. How could he do this? Uh, well, it's cause he never acted how he wanted to act. And so with a lot of guys, you see that where we just kind of pack shit down and ignore it and like move on with however you think you're supposed to feel. Um, it's funny though, because a lot of people that are always talking about, you know, blaming toxic masculinity on stuff, um, in the same breath, they'll also say that, you know, men shouldn't be emotional and, uh, all that stuff. It's like, well, you know, that's what happens. You disregard one and you're probably going to get the other. Um, yeah. I I mean, ask my wife. I I talk to her about stuff and I, I say things about things and how I feel about stuff going on in the world and how people behave. And um, that's good for me because then I don't have to just kind of, you know, be around for something when it happens and then ignore it. Um, you know, people just don't, like, it, it's almost like people are scared to be negative or like say something negative about somebody or something. Like they think that someone's gonna think differently of them. Um, I, I really, I, I have zero trust in people that are, are happy all the time. Um, I, I think it's fake. I think it's in this world that we live in, completely irrational to be happy and positive all the time. Um, either it means that you're just unaware of what's going on or you're just stupid or you're just lying to yourself, trying to think that this, everything going on around you is great all the time. Um, you know, and then when things actually happen to the always happy person, you, you find out how, uh, fragile they, they are. Um, and I mean that in the most sensitive way possible. Um, mm, mm -mm. let's see. Do I have anything else? Mm -mm. Probably not. Someone said they were praying for Chris Rock and their family yeah um and then and then i like the opinion of other people they were like i i can really give a shit what two rich people do to one another um gotta respect that for the bluntness of it yeah um i i uh i bought a journal a new one it's like one of those nice hard leather cover moleskin journals um paid 25 bucks for it haven't put a drop of ink in it yet. Um, And it's been sitting around for about two months now. My jaw is starting to hurt because of how much I've talked. Fuck. Um, I uh, would journal quite frequently. um, But I didn't like the journal that I had because I didn't like how it was bound um, if I tried to write on like the left hand side, it would get all just the way it was formed. Like my handwriting would be shit. Like when I got closer to the end of the line, so I had to cut all my lines short on the left side. So that doesn't happen with this one. Um, so hopefully I can, I don't know, do more with it. Um, cause it just helps with kind of thinking about stuff. Um but I haven't uh really made time for reading. Um just because you're doing house stuff and I have like a, a five inch tall stack of flashcards that I need to go through for exams and all that pre midterm type stuff. Um And just reading textbooks and trying to stay on top of all that, I really haven't made any time for uh, extracurricular reading, which uh, is unfortunate because I do enjoy it. I get a lot out of it. But uh, yeah, I saw this photo um, that somebody had posted. I don't know who don't know if it was Twitter or Instagram, but it was basically just a uh, plastic box that had a a brain in it and a spine attached to it. Um, And they were like, you know, why get mad? Pretty much. Just why get mad? Like, this is all... This is all we are. This is all that we respond to. Um, And at first, like... I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Like we're literally just a brain and a spine and then we're surrounded by stuff that, you know, the world sees. That's who we are. Um, but I, I I mean, just me speaking, you know, we're obviously not what we are on the outside. We are what we are on the inside. That's who we really are. Um, and, you know, that's not what, a lot of people get the opportunity to see. Um, And, you know, with me, I I was thinking about this earlier. Um, I I was driving home, and I saw these two guys on uh, the corner of this intersection, and they were holding up, you know, like, invitations to uh, some church thing, and they had their poster board with their... uh, slogans and whatever. Um, You know, one of those new hippie type churches where like the, you know, they'll still take your money, but like the priest will like, you know, he wears jeans and like Chelsea boots and like he'll have a beer with you. (laughs) Um, uh, You know, and then whenever they play songs and stuff, the the church looks like uh, uh, a Twitch streamer's bedroom. Um, and I saw that and I was like, earlier when I drove through that same spot, there was a, a lady with another sign. And so I always get curious about it. Um, just as to, you know, what's the sign say? Like, what stupid thing are we on about today? And, uh, she, she was just selling Girl Scout cookies. Like they were unloading a truck for like drive-by Girl Scout cookie sales. And I was like, oh, that's nice. And then just a few hours later, I go by and, you know, I'm, I'm sitting in a red light getting invited to a church. Um, can't get mad at that, you know? Can't get mad at it. I don't agree with it, but I'm not going to get mad at it. Because um, that's... It's funny, too, because it's like, I don't know. We assume so much just based on, you know, what people look like. And I'm not saying that in regards to, like, race or anything. I'm just saying, like, what do we think about people who have glasses or people that have, you know, people that dye their beards or have certain kind of haircuts. Um, You know, it could have been anybody. Anybody standing on the corner handing out church pamphlets but it was some you know trendy dad looking guy and he had the, the his uh, son or altar boy or whatever with him who knows uh he just he was just a kid you know it's very easy to at least for me the way i look at stuff um It's very easy to not like, and I say this generally speaking, not specifically, um, to anybody, but it's very easy to not like people when you really think about that whole, all we are is a brain and a spine type thing. Um, yeah, it's just very easy. Um, and I don't mean that in, like, a weird way. Um, it's just... It's easy, you know? I, I'm not arguing with the guy with the glasses and the the, the flannel and the sweater vest. I'm arguing with the, the things that are coming from his brain, you know? Um, I don't know. I just, like... I I appreciate thought so much that it's weird because it's easy to not appreciate uh, some of it. It's like you put it on like you put something you put anything on kind of such a high pedestal where you are so curious and admire it so much that you could also look at certain facets of that same thing and just put them in like the basement, you know? Oh. yeah. It's kind of like when you decorate your house. If you don't over decorate, you can always have stuff out because that's just kind of like your vibe. That's, that's what your house is. That's what your aesthetic of, of choice is. But if you have too much shit, then you have shit that you don't need. Or you have shit that can't be out all year, so it hangs out in the basement. That's what you do with the the ideas that you don't appreciate. You put them in the basement. Mm -hmm. Not not your personal ones, but like other people's. You just kind of, um, you know, qualify them as, you know, having a certain level of worth. And then based on how you feel about someone's thoughts and actions, you kind of determine how you feel about the person as a whole. And so at the end of the day, the, the source of those thoughts is in the brain, which processes the, the world around it. And then it's just, okay, That's I don't like that, so I don't like you. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of people probably aren't going to understand that. Um, so with this whole... Uh, I'm not really going to talk about the whole Russia-Ukraine thing, um, just because I only know what's going on at a very superficial level. Um, it's not that I don't want to take the time to look into it. It's just the fact that I, I don't need to necessarily understand the ins and outs rather than just understanding what the situation itself is. Um So I'm probably not going to talk about it on here at all, unless something, and I don't mean to say this, you know, I have this taken the wrong way, but until something major or when major things happen, happen, I think that everything going on right now over there is incredibly important, um, you know, to the entire world. But, um, you know, if, if some big breaking headline pops up, um, then that's, you know, the, the only thing that really has potential for me to talk about. Um, there, there's no gray area. There's no nuance in what's going on. I think that we can all agree, at least the people listening to this, I, I know with, you know, how my politics are, if you're listening at this point, you could probably still tolerate them, um, at least to a, a degree where you can bear to listen to me speak. Um, I think that we would all agree that what Russia is doing is wrong. Um, you know, in the year 2022 for, a a superpower country to roll into a neighboring country and try to take them over and restore a old Soviet union or whatever it is that they're trying to do, um, is wrong. And I say that, you know, being, uh, kind of hypocritical with all the, uh, interventions that the U S has made across the world um, in, in our timeline, but yeah. Um, one moment. Sorry about that. My wife called me twice. So I just got to answer on the second one. Um, what was I going to say? So yeah. Uh, and being how, I don't know how long this is. I have the settings wrong, so it doesn't say how long I recorded, but probably like an hour and some change. Who knows? Um, with the, the stuff that I guess is somewhat, uh, disagreeable to, at least the topic itself that I talked about. Um, you know, if, if anyone was not clear on something that I said or may have said or may have not said, um, feel free to reach out for clarification. Please don't assume anything that you may have think that I said, just cause I said it poorly. Um, Yeah. Uh, I don't really know what to close with. Um, Don't hit people. Uh, mm, That's really all I got. Um, Yeah. So hopefully I can uh, do this next week. Uh, We'll see. We'll see what's going on, but I, I will make a, a conscious effort. I won't move the microphone. I'll just leave it sitting right in the middle of my desk here, so it, it takes a look at me every time I walk by the door. Um, Yeah, I'll talk to you.